0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Welcome Philly, to your favorite sports show. Hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all Philly. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show.
2: Hello and welcome into Babes on Broad episode 18. It is the end of the season. We are Babes on the Broad. Babes on the Broad. On the Broad. On the Broad. On the Broad. broad. It's new. (laughs) But we are brought to you by BGN Radio as well as SB Nation. If you would like to follow us on... Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that jazz. You can follow us at Broad. And then if you want to follow us personally on Twitter and Instagram, I am at samwills18. And on Twitter, Jess is at runthistown with an E13. And on Instagram, she is at jessica underscore town with an E. So you can follow us there. Stay up to date when we're recording. You can look at what we're wearing from our Design Tree page. You can go to designtree.com slash babesonbroad if you want to buy any of that.
3: All that fun stuff. Yeah. But you know what the most fun stuff is? Beating Dallas! I knew it. I felt good. Yeah. I felt really good going into that game. I don't know why. There was absolutely no reason why I should have felt as good and confident as I did. All, all of the logic pointed towards the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, that's I, what... But you know what? Yeah. I felt good. And even during that entire game, I felt good. Like, there was obviously, like, it got tense. Yeah. And, you know, especially towards the end of the game. But there was no point where I was like, they're not going to win. No, I agree with I you. I felt like they were gonna win that entire time. Yeah, I felt, I felt good. confident in it too. It was a good time. It was a lot of fun. That place was loud. It was not that cold, which was nice. I didn't have, I didn't even put my jacket on until the second, to the second half. Really? Yeah. I, hmm. I, I mean, I had layers on, so yeah. I was fine. But I did not put my jacket on, my winter coat, until the second half. So it was, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't really windy. It was like 50 degrees all day. Yeah. So like, it got cooler as it went on, but warm enough where my brother took his shirt off at one point <laughs> he was shirtless and dancing but yeah I, it was that and I also wore a uh skirt that said Dallas sucks. I love your outfit yeah, I know there were that. there were a lot of people at the end of the game there were like a bunch of people I caught like pointing at my butt at several times because it said <laughs> Dallas suck, which is fine But (laughs) little pervy, there was a, well, there was a guy that came up to me at the end of the game and literally goes, I've been looking at your butt this entire walk out of the stadium. Those are great shorts. And I was like, we could have just gone with those (laughs) are great shorts. Yeah. Cause several people said to me like, Oh, love your skirt. Whatever. Fine. (laughs) I get it. Fine. We could have skipped the beginning part. You didn't have to say that. He was also mm, 50 years older than me. So I was like, "Mm, this isn't great. Please don't. Joe was like, I don't even know not what worth to it. Yeah, not I was like, let's it. just keep walking. Dallas does suck. Dak yes. sucks. Dallas sucks. And I tweeted right after the game, I hold firm at Dak sucks. MVP candidate? Nope. MVP. No. MVP candidates uh throw
2: touchdowns. Okay, so my thing, Dak definitely not an MVP candidate. Sucks. I always like to say Dak sucks realistically from our professional side. Not a bad quarterback. Yeah, no. Obviously, he's good. Yeah. Not great, but the Eagles fan. He's in the me top hold, holds firm at Dak sucks. He yeah yeah. He's the top tier of good. Yeah. He's borderline good, great because he's he's not he's, good when he's he needs. not
3: like you know Andy Dalton average. Like he's like yeah. he's above that. He's not. I wouldn't are call you saying him like Matthew average. Stafford is that comparable? Yeah, he's like average. Where like you kind of forget, but you're like, oh yeah, like Matthew Stafford's good. Like he could, yeah, he could have these games where he yeah. lights it up, but also, eh. I mean, do I think he's a guy you build your franchise around? I don't disagree with it, but I, I don't. But I don't know how far that's going to get them. I think for the Cowboys, I think coaching is their biggest problem. Across oh, yeah. the board, oh, not yeah. even just Jason Garrett. They don't go outside. Everybody either played for the Cowboys or has only coached mm-hmm. for the Cowboys. They don't go outside of that. And that's a Jerry Jones problem. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be able to be good again until they have to overcome Jerry Jones first. Like, yeah. and what Which Jerry does. I hope does. never
2: happens because yeah, no. they do
3: actually have good talent on paper. They do. Yeah. I mean, their wide receivers are worlds better yeah. than – I mean. Zeke is a monster. Dude, but didn't do anything. My
2: thing that annoys me the most about this game is I didn't see it much because I don't really know anybody Cowboys fans. But, like, you see it, like, just scrambled in your Twitter line. Twitter line. (laughs) What am I? like On the line. A boomer? Gosh. (laughs) Twitter feed. (laughs) On the line. The thing that bothered me the most, though, were the people that want to be like, oh, but Jack's
3: hurt. Blah, blah, blah. That's why they lost. Dude. I told you. That's exactly what they did. That was their plan. It was. That shoulder injury, that way, if they won, he was the hero. I do think he had something wrong with it. Sure. He was off. He was fine. He was was fine. He might have been in some pain, but everybody is in pain by week 17. True. Or week 16. True. So I think he was off. But there were also throws that were, that were perfect. Yeah. He had some perfect throws in there that were dropped. They had he, had six some, drops he had some, he had some perfect count. ones that were catches, but he also had some egregious misses, like the Tavon Austin mm-hmm. play. Russell Douglas was not catching him. No. Speed has never been his strong suit. He completely yeah. missed him. So I don't, I don't think he was 100%. It wasn't such bad of an injury that it can be an excuse.
2: And dude, it, I don't even care if it is bad enough to be an excuse. Don't play Who him did men. we have? Yeah. Who did we have? There was a point where Zach Ertz was out of the game, too. Mm -hmm. So it was really – it was Dallas Goddard and Miles Sanders. Yeah. And
3: people – And Ward, Greg Ward. Yeah, Greg Ward, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Dallas Goddard, Josh Perkins, Rob Davis, who – Had a catch. Caught his second NFL (laughs) ball. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, who got hurt at one point and was out of the game, too. No, he got hurt in the beginning. Yeah. Missing Lane Johnson. Vitae played extremely well. He did. He played very, very well. But, I mean, you had all these things and then at one, and Ronald Darby then got hurt. Nigel Bradham got hurt at one point and was out of the game and then came back yeah. in. Yeah. Fletcher Cox got hurt and then came. Like, I don't want to hear the injury excuse. It, that's what I'm the, saying. The, the injury <laughs> excuse, that point is moot. Exactly. Against the Eagles. You don't get that.
2: You don't get that luxury. I agree 100%. And that's why it bothered me so much because I'm just like, I do not pity you for having one little injury. I mean, it's, yeah, quarterback's a big piece of the team. But come obviously on, like, you have all those weapons. You have Zeke. Yeah. If he's hurt, run
3: Zeke. But you couldn't because you're too good. So, ha. Huh. That defense was ready. They were ready. And that was another game where, we talked about this last week, they haven't had a complete game. Yeah. Where it was. Offense was on point and defense was on point. Buffalo was the only game that we talked about that was that complete game. This game, they had everyone had to be on their game. Yeah, they definitely could have been better though on offense. I think. I agree, and you know part which of which is it, good because part of it was they played well. So if
2: they could be even better, oh it absolutely, a good
3: sign with what they have especially. Oh definitely, and they there were six points left out there definitely. Mm-hmm. If oh. I mean obviously if not more. Yeah, I well, forgot about that dude. <sighs> the the only, okay so uh of the of the 47 active 46 of them were on their game yeah i mean i i i will i think since buffalo this is the next most complete game yeah. that i've seen this team play because they don't show up the offense and defense haven't shown up at the same time you're right the whole entire season yeah
2: it's been a mess yet somehow i have confidence though because i like what i see in that mm-hmm. they are overall getting healthier they're coming together as a team they're getting momentum So, I like it going into this week. Everybody's nervous, and I agree going into this week. Like, it is the most Philadelphia thing in the world to be able to beat the Dallas Cowboys, like, NFC showdown, and then lose to freaking a sucky New York Giants. Yeah, that'd be bad. It's the most Philadelphia thing in the world. I don't think it'll happen. I don't think it'll happen. I have good feelings about it, so it better not happen. But I really, I almost
3: gave my prediction, but I I won't do it yet. Oh, we're early. Yeah, we we have lots of time left still, but... I agree. I I I I'm not taking the game lightly. Yeah. Because keep in mind, I mean, they put up 45 points last week. Daniel Jones threw for five touchdowns. Saquon had a freaking day. They did. And they're they're really big up front on the defensive side. Like you can't just take it lightly. And I don't think they are. But I just think a big part of it is all of these guys on this offense right now. All of the weapons on offense, aside from maybe Miles Sanders, are. Fighting for not only jobs on this team, but jobs in the NFL as a whole. Mm-hmm. Guys like Robert Davis and Greg War- Boston Scott, like
2: Deontay—I forget his last name. He's new from oh, the yeah. squad. We just got him. Deontay something.
3: Yeah, they called him up to. So the Josh Perkins, like these guys are Richard Rogers. <laughs> We're just naming the whole core here. They're they all fighting all. for jobs across the NFL. There are guys that get their rings. They get paid, mm-hmm. and then they're like, mm, what am I gonna go all out for at this point? Yeah, like, you know uh, what I mean? Jake Elliott. <laughs> J- Jason Peters needs to have That's a conversation right. with Jake Elliott. Yeah, right. There in that, there's a clip in the like if you watch the um the DVD or, or like the Super Bowl year mm-hmm. recap, after he missed a, a field goal against the Giants when he made the 61 yarder. Like earlier in the game, he missed one and Jason Peters is like, hey, no more misses. We're gonna need you, no more misses. <laughs> <laughs> and Jake Elliott's like, uh-huh. yes sir yes uh-huh. Uh-huh. like can you imagine jason peter's like hey <laughs> no i think i would melt into a puddle on the floor yeah like <laughs> i've seen
2: trey mad before and that's terrifying and he's not even close to the size that he used to be so yeah that'd be scary
3: i can't picture trey mad i know you've seen it but i can't picture trey mad
2: oh he's mad he's just a
3: big teddy bear in post-show meetings not at us but yeah but anyway so <laughs> he was perfect until he signed that extension i know dude and he's six of ten since then rule of thumb no longer allowed to extend players halfway through the season. Wait yeah. until the season is over. Pretty, pretty please. But I I just think that these guys, and we had Josh Perkins on the Rob Mahdi show last week, and I asked him just kind of what he was thinking about Carson and how Carson's leadership has changed or increased with the loss of so many weapons and the fact that, you know, there are guys still learning the playbook, still trying to figure things out, and, you know, plays that they haven't run since training camp and doing all this different stuff, like how Carson sets up. And he said, Carson's been absolutely unbelievable in the way that he is leading them and helping them get to these wins. He, he gave Carson all of the credit for all of these wins because Carson's the one who's making sure that they're all on the same page Mm -hmm. and they're all doing what they need to do. And obviously, you know, it all goes back to coaching and that's, you know, Doug making sure they're all ready to go, but on the field, and making sure everything's running in sync. He gave Carson all of the credit for that. And, you know, that's something that, you know, Carson can't lead the team. He's lost the locker room. This, that, and the other thing. I'd almost rather have guys who are going to battle every single snap as opposed to the guy in the NFL.
0: You I know agree. what I mean?
3: Cause I mean, at the end of the day, the guys that we had weren't getting it done anyway. Exactly. So these guys are doing so much better. And then there's, you have guys like Zach Ertz who are veterans making a lot of money and He's the one who still cracked a rib and came back in to battle for his team. That's what you need. It is. I agree. And that's what they need going forward. That shows you the kind of people. They need more Zach Ertz's in that locker room going forward as they continue. into. Oh, yeah. Any player that just has the will to play, you know what I mean? And and for some reason, that wasn't the case. The will to play wasn't exactly there. And I can't quite figure that out. The, I mean, these guys really stepped up. There were a couple really good catches that they had mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. And they executed extremely well. There, obviously there are a couple things. For example, uh, the third and one and fourth and one play calls in the, I want to say it was the third quarter. There were two pass plays and it was an empty backfield on both of them. Third and one, fourth and one on like the 40, Dallas's 40, like field goal range. Yeah, it's quote not unquote. striking. I don't, but I don't, I, it, it, it was, Two pass plays being called and you knew they were going to be passes because it was an empty backfield. I don't know. There are still things that I disagree with here and mm-hmm. there. I don't well, understand. When, yeah, they It was like better. outsmarting yourself. Why are you doing this? Yeah. But other than that, I, I really was fairly happy with the game as a whole on Sunday. Yeah. Dallas Goddard stepped up too. I love that guy.
2: Me too. When he's on, he's on.
3: When he needs to be good. Yeah. That one, that one ball. I was like, hmm, look at that tracking of that. Mm-hmm. Look at that tracking of that ball. Phenomenal. Also, speaking of tracking balls, <laughs> Sydney Jones. Yeah, the if man. You would have told me in October that Sidney Jones would come in cold off the bench twice in two different games and make not only game saving, but season saving plays I would have cackled in your face like a GD hyena, rolled around on the ground laughing, laughing, laughing. Yet here we are talking about how Sidney Jones has now saved the season twice. Yeah, dude, that was nice. I can't believe it. When they did the past interference,
2: like review or whatever, obviously they had to do it. I literally, I was so nervous because I was like, they're going to try to find something.
3: There would be, this would be the one, right? But. Sydney, that was good coverage. I think – I'll give it to you. I will say he still has a lot to work on, but in terms of turning his head and tracking the ball while staying with a receiver, he is one. He is the best on this team. I agree. Hands down. He is always looking for the ball, and that's why, like – Because that would have been pass interference if he didn't turn his head. 100%. Yeah. And that's why things like the one when they played the Vikings – that pass interference call that he got, it was a perfectly executed play by a corner. It was phenomenal coverage. And same thing. Turn around, facing the ball, and he got called for that pass interference, which was egregious. For, especially for a young corner, I can see how that's a giant shot to your confidence because you everything that you're supposed to do... Just you're got, overthinking you just, everything now. Right. Yeah. I mean, I told you a couple weeks ago when Sydney Jones came in for, I guess it was Rasul that got hurt after... Jalen Mills went down with the elbow and then mm-hmm. they put Rasul in and he cramped up and they had to bring Sydney in against the Giants. I straight up, they were like, and here comes Sidney Jones. And I out loud said, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> like that was my immediate thought. And then all of a sudden you see these things happen and you see Sidney Jones come out. And I was like, oh my God. And that part stressed me out. I got to hand it to him. He's playing well. I mean, Do that you... couldn't have been more perfect. Do good with the time you get kid. I really thought we were put him get in for one snap and just do great. I really
2: thought. We were I thought we get were screwed. too. I was panicking.
3: I was panicking because I was like, they're gonna look for ways. Exactly. They they, they want to give this were, game dude. to the Cowboys so bad, you know it. And just the fact that they had not overturned any of those all season, I was like, I was, was elated when it wasn't because it was. I mean, he did a great job, and I know I have been very hard on him, and I've been just said I was completely out on him, and I was done. I was over it. Hats off, all the credit in the world to him for coming in cold and playing like that. I agree. Because, I mean, that's not easy to do. Keep your head in it like that. Keep your body warm. That's season on the line. You know, they get that. They go for two. I mean, who knows what happens after that, Yeah. you know?
2: Well, technically, I guess we would have scored again, right? Because
3: Sanders could have scored at the end. The plan for the, that subsequent drive
2: was not Could score. have been different. Yeah, you're right. You're you know right. what Because it was not play to win right there. It was just play to run down
3: the clock. Right. And it was and it just happened it's it, it, who knows if that would have worked out the same way and yeah. that's one of those things that Dallas defense would have had the most win like yes most they would have had energy right they would have had that momentum they would have had that energy mm-hmm. and you know the, as much as I'm thrilled with the win like I just said there were still plays and things in there that I didn't love the play calls at different points yeah. in crucial moments. I didn't want that issue because you're right. Miles could have scored there, but who knows if that would have been the play call at that point in time? Yeah. And they, like you're I, very right. I didn't even think about that. Like who knows? And that's that's what makes me nervous. So Sid, I mean Sydney saved the seat. He did. I still, it's mind blowing to me. like saying did. it out loud just it sounds funny. Okay. But I can't. But I I can't believe they did it. Going forward, the ga- their game was flexed to a four o'clock spot, so now they play at the same time as the Cowboys, which is smart. Which That's is interesting. And, and Doug said this morning, we're not going to pay any sort of attention. We're not going to check. No. We're, it, this is our game. You play it, to win. You win, you're in. Case in point, it doesn't matter if the Cowboys win or lose. Yeah. You win, you're done. Like, you don't have to rely on them yeah, to I agree. lose. You you win, you're in. That's that. No questions asked. Like we said, Daniel Jones put up 45 points last week. Mm-hmm. Granted, it was against the Redskins, but we struggled against the Redskins a little but bit But you could also
2: say – that they threw it, maybe, I don't know, I didn't watch the game detail or play for play, but maybe they didn't. It was play a high well score because, game. but it was for the draft pick. Chase Young or whatever his name is. Yeah. So they, cause that's what Adam Schefter was saying. He was, the way Adam Schefter put it, like, he was like, the winner of this game is really the loser and the loser is really the winner because they get the number two draft pick. Yeah. And it, I mean, I mean, which is Chase Young, which
3: is obviously one of the best college defensive ends come out of the game in a while best defensive player coming out this year it's not like in mm-hmm. like last year was an abundant d lineman draft this one is not one of the best in years they're saying this kid's supposed to be good they were like he's like jadevian Clowney level good yeah in terms of coming out of college mm-hmm. into the draft but they don't think he'll go number one because the Bengals need the quarterback need a quarterback yeah burrows right probably who knows the draft will be interesting this year we'll have to do like a Draft, draft party. party. Yeah. Draft that'd party or, like, fun. a draft show or something. Like, we'll have to have a, cool. an episode dedicated to the draft. That'd be cool. Really focus in. That's a lot of, that's a lot of homework.
2: It is a lot of homework. It's all right. You're we'll figure it. we'll yeah. figure it out. Oh, but my gosh. That'd be fun, though. Make that'd our be fun. Mac drafts, I said. Mock mm-hmm. drafts.
3: We should do that. Babe's mock draft. Let's do it. Yeah. Someone actually asked us about it, like, a couple months ago. And it was, like, October. And I was like, all right, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe
2: we got a little that. bit of time yeah.
3: before we have to go down to that. That'd be fun. Predictions. <laughs> Predictions. So Jordan Howard is cleared for contact as of, like, really recent. Now, Doug also said Miles has the hot hand. We're going to ride the hot hand. What are your thoughts on, do you think that they will try to incorporate Jordan Howard a lot? Do you think that they'll kind of ride with what they've got going with Miles and Boston and throw Jordan Howard in there in that third and one Kind of situation or do you think they're going to shake it up or kind of my my opinion is like if it ain't broke don't fix it like miles in boston what they've got going mm-hmm. is really good and, and they are missing that power run game what are your thoughts sam yeah i think they'll moderately use it that's how i'm gonna
2: phrase it because i mean doug already said sanders is our guy mm-hmm. which obviously he should be because he's a threat on both ends but i mean i don't think it would hurt at all to have howard in there you know mm-hmm. what i mean especially, like you said, in, like, a 3rd and one situation or something. I don't know because at this point, take whatever you got is how I'm kind of looking at it, you know? Yeah. But I agree, like, still use Boston. I'm not – like, I would not agree at all if they were thinking Miles, number one, and then just completely whatever they were giving to Boston, give to Jordan Howard. Yeah, agreed. I don't agree with that. I say split time maybe. Mm -hmm.
3: Second question. Are these your questions? These are my questions to you. okay. Um, the Eagles have never had a player to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Wow. Does Miles Sanders become that first one? Very, very, very possible. I mean,
2: I you just caught me off guard at that, so I like I'm trying yeah. to think off the top of my head.
3: Who else would go against him? So what's his name? The other ones would. I mean, AJ Brown. He's in t- where Tennessee. I mean, I can't the, even think of it. Some of, of the, like DK. No. Debo Samuel.
2: No, like they no. have good
3: seasons, but they aren't the piece to their team. Right. That's what. I, so that's what I was thinking. I saw a lot of people talking about AJ Brown. Nah. No, nah. Not feeling it. Like that's my thing. There's no like, one else I can think of that's been as the guy. Like Miles, I forget he's a rookie. Yeah, I think it's a really good shot for Miles, especially that's true. if he has a big game this week. Oh, he got me excited. I, I know. wasn't even I'm thinking like, ooh, that. Ooh. All right. Oh. What is your prediction? Ooh. Okay. For the game this week. I'm trying to remember what the gave last night was.
2: I have good vibes on it. I think the Eagles will ride the momentum. I think they're coming together as a team. But with that being said, you still don't have Lane jo- Johnson, most likely. You still most likely won't have Zach Ertz. still don't have Nelson, obviously, Alshon, all them. So they're out. But you do get Jordan back, which is a little bit of a help. But it is also a rivalry game, which makes me kind of hesitant because those are always like stats and predictions kind of go up in the air on rivalry games because you never know the energy into it. But I still feel good, so I'm going to ride the feel-good wave. I'm going to say 24-13, Eagles.
3: That's actually pretty close to mine. Mr. Daniel Jones has not met a few men. I don't expect much from him. He's not met a man by the name of Fletcher Cox. He has not met a man by the name of Brandon Graham. Josh Sweat's been playing well. Derek Barnett's now back from injury. Vinny Curry's been playing really well lately. Tim Jernigan. He's not met these guys. You see Tim Jernigan lined up across from you with those gold teeth. (laughs) That's scary right <laughs> off the bat. So I I think he's going to be rattled. Their offensive line is abysmal. Yeah. And as long as they can contain Saquon, I'm really not too concerned about anything there. I don't I,
2: understand the fear of Daniel Jones besides seeing him in previous weeks and being like, oh, he did good in that one certain week. No, yeah, I don't feel it. I think he's got potential, but I don't. I No, but I don't think he's going to come s- in here and beat us. Well, we're going there, but I don't yeah. think like he's going to come. Come and, out there yeah, and yeah, fire yeah. in like. Exactly.
3: I I think the Eagles win this one, 26-10. So you took the three. Oh, yeah, no, two. It's two. Oh, 24 it's two. to two. Oh, yeah, you said 24. But it was, it's close. Close. You got are close. Shaved a if, little hey, here, if, if, added if, a little If it's there. right in there, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy, girl. I'm I excited. like it. I'm excited. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the Sixers and the Flyers and what they're doing right now. We are the Babes on Broad on BGN Radio.
0: Vacations can be tricky.
2: We are back. Babes on Broad, episode 18. So Jess, I just want to toot my own horn a little bit here. Please. I told everybody at the end of the last episode that the true meaning of Christmas was for the Sixers to beat the Bucks. Yes. And what happened? And here we are. Because it was truly Christmas
3: in the hearts of Philadelphians. Oh, it was a happy Christmas. It was was very happy. It was exciting, especially because it was a good game. To the point where, like, it was it wasn't a. I mean, it, it, at one point it looked like it was gonna be an enormous blowout, but like with like two minutes left, the Bucks were only down by 12. So it was a good game till the end, and it was always fun because you felt comfortable the whole time. Yeah, it was lovely. 21 threes, it's a good day. tying a franchise record, setting a Christmas Day record. Just knowing you beat Giannis, who everybody best team in the East. My yeah butt. Yeah, the Sixers, Elton Brand. my Jesus, he's my God right now. He built this team in order to beat the Bucks, Which is what you have to do to make it to the NBA championship. Look at them. You have to be able to contest their length. And how, like, if you add all the wingspans of the Mm -hmm. Sixers starting five together, how big is that? It's like, what, they have like three people with seven-foot wingspans? Three of five have seven, and then the next two are, what, six and a half? Geez,
2: no, they're probably all seven foot right they're probably all like richardson's would, the shortest and what's he six
3: six yeah and he's got like an enormous and your wingspan's always bigger i'm than gonna you i'm gonna get on that i'm gonna look that up and yeah, i'm gonna your add wingspan's that up always bigger than you because well it's supposed to be like your height but for basketball okay. players it's all like ben simmons has a seven foot wingspan and he's what six nine? Six ten. Six ten. but like even like my cousin my cousin lucy she's five eleven Oh, dude! I and wish, she's got a six-three wingspan. I wish spin. we
2: had a ruler right now,
3: and we would do my height to my wingspan. We'll we'll do that, and we'll put, we'll we'll make sure <laughs> we do that. Giannis was what eight for twenty-seven, and after coming off five threes in a game, oh look, Jan- How are we gonna stop Giannis? He shoots threes now. He makes threes. He's unstoppable. Blah 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 blah. Oh for seven from three.
0: <laughs> Joel Embiid
3: was ten feet away from him, went yeah, go ahead, shoot that, please. Joel Embiid, eleven for twenty-one. Three for six from three. 31 points. 11 boards. You truly dominant. love to see it. You love to see it. Joel was dominant. He was excited. You know who else was was pretty good out there? Furkan Korkmaz. No Furkan way. <laughs> he came in at one point. You're so clever. He came in at one point, hit, I think it was three threes in a row. And they were phenomenal. And then on the fourth one, he got fouled and still made it. It was unreal.
2: It it's was just very, very exciting.
3: Boom. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. It was, I mean, and Ben, 7 for 10, 15 points, 14 assists. He had more assists than points for the majority of the game. He's had, so, like, he's been responsible. I saw, I forget what number it was. He's been responsible for, like, 116 of their points in the last two games oh wow two games yeah in the last two games total like combined mm-hmm. he's been responsible for because he had that 17 assist game against yeah. detroit which was a career high for him so it was 17 and then this these 14 and then he had 15 and whatever like he was responsible for it was like 116 or something of their points in the last two games that's not he's so good Everyone wants to talk about a freaking jump shot. I will say there were a couple of times throughout the beginning of this game where he was driving and he could have taken somebody and passed it out. Now yeah. he, he didn't turn the ball over a lot. That wasn't the problem. It was just you know he could have gone strong. In the fourth quarter, he was he was spin moving. He had this one euro step finish at the rim that I was like I almost felt I like felt had to catch myself because I was like oh my god if he would do that all the time. No one would say a word about a jump shot. I wish
2: I could see or everybody could see all your passion behind this and your movements because it's pretty
3: funny. We should start recording this I like again it. and we'll so people can Uh maybe
2: because when you catch me after show days like
3: today, I do not look my best. Well, my favorite is when you do the intro and you go, hello, and <laughs> shoot your arms out. <laughs> and I'm like, it's I'm just, just animated. us. It's just us. Okay, but
2: because I'm you fine. we're talking about how good Ben is. I saw this on um social media today. So my friend Sean Bell, they do their um zero F S given pod, him and his brother and then also Marshall Harris. Good dudes, good dudes. Yep. Check out the podcast. He bo- they posted a good question today. It's on, hard. Man. Not really a question, but one has to go. Oh boy. Carson Wentz. Uh Ben Simmons uh, Carter Hart or who else? Aaron Nola. Which one means the least to their team? Cause it's so hard because means the least to eat. their team right away, right away. You narrow it down to Ben Simmons and Aaron Nola, I have to feel cause like quarterback and goalie, you need franchise quarterback and
3: goalie Truth, right away. Truthfully. I, I agree with that, but I, the, for, I you know what? That honestly is, I, I would say Aaron Nola every day of the week, honestly, because I, my, <laughs> because just, just going off of what I just told mm-hmm. you, Ben Simmons, I've had this conversation and I've had this argument with countless people. You don't realize how much Ben Simmons does until he's not there. So the two games where he was hurt, you see what doesn't happen without him. He has vision on the floor that is unmatched in the NBA. Like, he sees things that it's unbelievable. He is so strong and he can be so dominant. Sometimes I he can be frustrating, but at the end of the day, I the Sixers do not go – where they need to go without Ben Simmons. And I agree. you saw that when he comes in. I mean, they went from a 28 win team to a 50 win team just by having a healthy Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. I don't think just Joel Embiid does that. Ben Simmons does yeah. that. I agree. And then the second year, Ben Simmons does it again. You know, I like that. that I, I, I don't think. I thought ben. that. I mean,
2: obviously I still stand packed that Carson Wentz and Carter Hart are both, like, must, 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 absolute has for, mm-hmm. for those teams. Ben Simmons would be my next one that you must have because of what you just said. And, like, one, he's also just a freak. who has a 6'10 point guard that's so like him. Good. You don't see that often. Aaron Nola, obviously, you love him. But there's way better than – not way better. Uh, yeah, way better that you could get than Aaron Nola. You know what I mean if you pay money? Yeah. Aaron Nola hasn't really proven himself in September yet, like, there's just so many what ifs with Erinola. Mm. I mean, you love him. He's so great, obviously, but
3: here it is. I need. I just need you to. I need you to witness this. Look, the, just all the way down. Fast break. Eat. Er, oh, over, uh, and, uh, done. <laughs> over. No one other than Ursan Ilyasova, who was ready to just take that charge. Ready to take the I didn't the even charge realize you were to, looking that up. Oh no, I needed to find it because it just makes my heart happy in ways that I, I can't even tell you. Um, but also I just think such a big part of that. Do you have it the same? I'm curious. Do you have it the same like
2: lineup as me? Like do you have it like Carson, Carter, Ben, Aaron?
3: Or do you have it no, Ben up higher? No, I have Ben and, and Carter Hart flipped because of the fact that there still is like another goalie who's played well right behind him. He's obviously yeah, he's, he's older. It's a different. Franchise. No, he's not a friend. You're right. He's not a
2: franchise. The Flyers. My thing with that is the Flyers haven't had a franchise. You're right. Goalie since like the 1980s. You're right. You're absolutely right. And you need to build around that. And the fact that he's
3: 19 and like that good, like that just gets me so excited. I just, I, I think it's, I think it's so um, hard
2: to kind of put them in an order because I, 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 I have mine is straight in that order. I, 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 I love Ben Simmons. He's obviously Ben Simmons. He's great. But, and, thinking about an importance to not only current team, but also to franchise. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it goes. I see what you're As saying. As of right now, until Ben actually, like if he has like an MVP season or, you know what I mean? Becomes I, that MVP. I think but, if Ben
3: has like, if Ben continue, Joe and I were talking about this the other day. If Ben would play all the time, like he played in the fourth quarter against the Bucks, no one would complain. No one oh, would have yeah. words to say. And if he plays like that, in a couple playoff series, well, and they get thing. to the finals. That's my thing. Why I will still fight anybody
2: with how good this. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> I, I will, will fight, fight you on a streak. But uh, not really. Not I'm a lady. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is, I there's so many people that one bad performance or one just even decent performance oh, yeah. from one of these guys, and Twitter lights up like. We got a question about
3: if Brett Brown were to get fired today.
2: Like, come on, dude. Like that is my thing. Each of these players, all of our starting five, they're amazing. They've all had great performances throughout the year. Imagine all of them having the same exact desire to win and playoff mode in them where they all just go off together, which I truly believe will happen in the playoffs. And at least not if it's all five of them that don't go off together, it's two or three that really carry them over the top. And that's all you need. And that's, I have zero worries about this team unless, like, an injury, a big injury happens, you know? Yeah. And
3: I just think that their biggest game to date was the Christmas. Against the Bucs. For sure. For sure. Biggest test to date.
2: And And the next two were the Celtics, and they beat them both times. They're good. Yeah. They ruined the Celtics'
3: home winning streak. (laughs) That was a good day. That was a good day.
2: But I was, back to christmas back i was christmas. i was Sorry, in
3: disney world it. drinking a little too much while that was happening i was a little <laughs> bit obnoxious in that bar i was sitting next to a celtics fan too it was not good for him but it's <laughs> fine they won and i was a happy girl there you go. anyway that was their biggest test to me from tip they were locked in both ends of the floor brett brown had a game plan he had that team ready perfectly ready coming off a road trip to detroit that was a phenomenal performance on both ends of the floor and from the coach. I thought that was as close to a flawless performance as they have had this Mm. season. And I think, and that includes any blowout against any other team beating the heat by like 50 points. Like I, I don't care about any of that. This was a huge test. They all played at the top of their game. And something that I also really saw that was interesting was that there was one point. I don't remember if it was in the third or fourth quarter, but the Bucks went on like a little bit of a, a little mini run. The Sixers had missed some ugly shots, and the Bucks had made a couple really good ones. And the Sixers fouled someone on the Bucks, and we they like they stopped and they came together like the five of them in like a little huddle. It was the starting five that was mm-hmm. in there. They came together in like a little huddle, and they all just like had their arms around each other. They talked it out. They figured it out, and that that run ended there. Like, I just, just little things that yeah. you see. And my cousins were, so we were at the game. My cousins were, they had two seats, like, right behind the bench. And they said that after everything, no matter what was going on, Tobias comes over. He's cracking jokes with everybody. He's, like, making sure everybody's having a good I time. Love he, I, energy, love. I love Tobias. His energy, I love him. This was a question that someone asked me last night during the Rob Monty show. Tobias Harris or Jason Tatum? Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris every day of the week. No questions asked. Yeah. I can't stand Jason Tatum. I can't stand. I wouldn't him. say I can't stand. I can't stand him. I think he's annoying. <laughs> I think he's a good player. Yeah, people. A lot of people. I do. Adjust. I actually really do. <laughs> you On do. the madness a couple uh, last summer, we did a uh, hate bracket, and I had 64. What? that I went. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll have to show it to you. Like all time. Of uh, that I can't or stand. Or like yeah. current players. It's like people. Like it's people that I can't stand. It was um. It My was, grandma Sally. No, I'm kidding. It was well. It was who did I? It was all sports people players. Players. I did one that was players. I'll have to find it because even one was like one was stupid quirks. So like it was like Sam Bradford's sleeves was one of them. (laughs) I hate his sleeves. Um, That's so funny. JaVale McGee's rat tail that he had that bothered me. Um, What else was over there? Oh, Kyrie thinking the world's flat like that really upset. Like that really hurt me. So there were like some over there that like were actually pretty funny like Goran Dragic like no one hates him as much as I do like I really hate that guy and it stemmed from Ben's rookie year when he should have been an all-star and like there were a couple people that got hurt and they kept putting people in there and none of them were Ben Simmons and then the last person got hurt and they put Goran Dragic in the All-Star game before Ben Simmons, and that made me so angry. And then the Heat came. It wasn't him that did it himself. I yes. know, but then the Heat came down here for, come up here for that playoff series, and then he like, remember he like smacked Ben in the back of the head on that one? Like, uh, it was just a whole thing. It's a small thing. I, I, oh, left a bad taste. really now. don't like Goran Dragic. Don't, I I, I, I can't explain it to you. I, I, I hate Everybody
2: that guy. stay on Jess's good side or she
3: will not like you forever. But anyway. Ben <laughs> <laughs> Tobias Harris over Jason Tatum. Yeah. Always. Wait, did you have another Sixers point? I don't think so. Go Sixers. Trust the process. Yeah, always. I was just gonna oh say- yeah. Uh the Bucks. We're not worried about the process. We're worried about results. Let me know if you would like to have a conversation about our results. Oh. And if you wanna rep our the results, yeah check out shirt. the Babes on Broadster on Design Tree <laughs> that says the result. With the starting five, it's pretty sick. Yeah, it's dope. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I
2: like it too. But it's just been a great week in Philadelphia. It has. The Eagles have won three in a row. The Sixers have won three in a row. And the Flyers have won four in a row. Let's get this money. Merry Christmas, Philadelphia. Yep, and there's
3: Sam singing for the yep. day. You're welcome. So they're still in third and, place.
2: Yeah, they're still in third place. Out of first by 10 points. And what was it? Second by two points because a game. Yep. yep, it's a game. But And then the Penguins are close behind them. One point behind. Penguins yep. and the, and and the Hurricanes are right Hurricanes. behind the Flyers. So it's close, but, but, I mean, it's also, there's a lot of time left, so. You said they're back tonight? They are back tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. The Sixers night. are back tonight. Right, right. They're right, back right, tomorrow right. night. I don't
3: recall where or who. They but. are playing the Sharks, the San Jose Sharks. At 10.30 10. p.m. Oh, it's away. Ugh. Oh, West Coast. Ugh. Oh, Jeez. Geez. That's exhausting. All right.
2: Lots of coffee tomorrow. I won't make it. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> I'm on morning show time. Yeah, no. I won't
3: you make it. You have an to excuse. <laughs> you have an excuse. But yeah, they're playing really well. They and are. I'm excited. Philadelphia <laughs> is a hot time hot commodity right now. I'm excited. Hot time in Philly. Good to be a Philly sports fan at this week. Good to this be a Philly week. sports fan. It was a good week. Check in
2: next week and see if we feel the same way. They
3: didn't ruin our Christmas. That was all I asked yeah. for. It was them to not ruin our Christmas. But we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about our recipe for this week. And some. we got lots of questions this week, so we'll oh, talk gosh. about our questions, too. So we are the Babes on Broad on BGN Radio.
1: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity— and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com.
2: We are back. And I hope you guys all checked out the recipe of the week last week. That was my chicken buffalo chicken meatballs. That John looked yummy. It was delicious. They ended up being like little mini loaves, but whatever. Because yeah. I just get so impatient when I'm rolling the balls. I just lump them all together. Yeah.
3: They weren't not it was There's so There's no delicious. need to make it pretty. So delicious. They still looked g- yeah. yummy. I love them. Dion they look really good. But what's this week? You got this, this week, week we're gonna do seven layer bean dip cups. Ooh! So it'll be like seven layer dip, but they'll be in like little little cups so you don't have to like scoop I the chips and put the whole thing in.
2: I cannot stress enough how much I love chips and dip. Chips and dip, so underrated. I don't care what kind of dip I prefer salty chips that are like good, like either corn chips or like just regular, like, Ripple's. Hers yeah. Ripple's. Mm. Hers, you should sponsor us. That'd be cool. That'd be lovely. Right? That'd be a cool sponsorship. That would be pretty cool, actually. PA brand. Uh, we'll get on that. That's a good
3: light bulb one off there. <laughs> but yeah, chips and dip, underrated. Yeah. So this is, it'll be like, I think it's like tortillas that you, like, cut mm-hmm. in little squares and then you put them in, like, a muffin tin uh. and, like, fill them. So they're like individual. Mm. That's I'm excited. cute. That's crazy. I'm excited. I'm right. excited. I'm excited because I'll be here when you make them. There you go. You get to join in. Let's yeah. Go. You have to bring Nellie too. That's like a requirement. Yeah. I'll make sure I have Chex Mix for her. <laughs> yeah. One time me and Sam's dog shared a bag of Chex Mix and it was a magical time. Um, she loves food. Who doesn't? How you bomb? My kind of girl. Yeah. All right. So a couple questions. Do you think we should spend our first round pick on a wide receiver in the draft or is there a bigger need? wide receiver. I agree. Is my number one. I agree. I agree. I think there's some other places we need. Obviously, I think we're going to need a corner. Dion um, has a theory that
2: if the Ravens win, cuz a couple years ago we gave them our first round pick. So he has a theory that if the Ravens win the Super Bowl, that we have some kind of connection with them, that if they win, they will return the favor and give us a first round pick and we will get two first round picks and that if that happens we get a wide receiver and a corner. So we'll see. That's an
3: interesting thought. Yeah. I know, I was like That's huh. reaching out of the boxer there, kid. Yeah, I like it. Let's keep that, let's, let's bookmark that and see what <laughs> happens later. Uh, do you think Ertz being hurt is going to factor into whether it's a win or a loss on Sunday?
2: I mean, it definitely hurts him. I don't think it'll be a win or loss. Yeah, I don't think it'll change it. Cause what's Ertz been averaging anyway? If
3: anything, he's just really a decoy, which, I mean, I, I don't know if he'll play or not. I think, I think. I don't think he will. It's I a back issue now, too. Yeah. They're just trying to make sure he stays safe because all, with, a lung, not, or with a lung, with a with a rib, you always run the fear of puncturing a lung yeah. or some other intestine if it really does crack and snap. And so, it's
2: more important, if you can't beat the Giants without Zach Ertz, we've got bigger problems. You shouldn't
3: be in the playoffs. But exactly. So I, I'd rather have them ready for the yes, playoffs. Same agree. with like Lane Johnson. And, and I, I agree. Uh, where's Orlando Skandrick and what is he doing right now? I don't know, because he's not even on TV anymore, trying, because it takes our trash. Trying to dislodge wow. his foot from his mouth.
2: Yeah, right? I tweeted at Skip in that thing, because he was like, Skip, you really think them cowboys are going to lose to the Eagles? Skip. I mean, not Skip. Shannon, Shannon. Shannon. Sorry, I added Shannon. Everything I just said, replace it with Shannon. So he was like, Skip. I mean, <laughs> Figure it <laughs> out. I was like, Shannon, you really think my cowboys will lose to them Eagles? You really think that? And I added Shannon, and I was like, yeah, you really
3: thought that, and you were right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they suck. Uh, if Brett Brown were to get the boot, which is stupid, who would you want to see coach in his place? My opinion is I'm not answering this Mine, question. I was going to say just shut up, dude, because that's stupid. I'm not answering that question. I, that's what I said. Uh, do the Sixers need to make any tweaks to the roster or additions between now and the deadline, even in the buyout market, or do you think they have everything they need to make a deep run? I mean, I don't think you –
2: Ever have everything you need? I think there's always room for improvement. So maybe add another shooter, a good guy off the bench. Yep.
3: I, I think certainly totally five-wise you keep them. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. I, I totally agree with what they've got going right now. If anything, it would be another another shooter in the buyout market or someone like a Jamal Crawford yeah. or something that's just out there. Just a shooter. Yeah. That's, I, exactly. I, I don't think other than that, I think they're they're pretty good. Yeah. Of all the newer players on the flyers, who's been the most fun for you to watch? Carter Hart. Carter Hart's a lot of fun to watch
2: yeah I mean I guess most people would probably say one of the flashy guys that like fast and do cool moves and assists and shoot and all that but I like Carter Hart because he's important and he has some lately also he's had actually flashy moves like flashy stops and saves. oh my god yeah. so yeah I started back Hart. to the
3: one it was what it was like the second or third game of the season where he like it was one of the best saves I've ever seen yeah, in any sport of he any kind he had
2: one the other week that was like the, um, I forget, is it Brian Seltzer? I forget if it was Coach One of them from the Fanatic was even saying it's probably going to be an
3: option for the save of the year of the NHL because it was so good. I that's,
2: forget that's what amazing. team
3: it was, though. So. He's good. I love watching him play. Him me and, too. like, Konechny. I think Konechny has, like, a swag about him that's yeah. also really fun and to watch. And he's back now, so that's fun. Yeah, love that. TK. And the last question was, are you two studying the playbook just in case we need more receivers? I'm always ready. I'm always ready. I got ready. hands on deck. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. My boyfriend's a wide receiver coach. I know yeah. everything I need to.
2: I'll just go, go out there and tackle people, throw shoulder into them. I don't know. I'll do something.
3: Yes. Sam Sam's willing to get down. She's ready to go. I'm a All gamer. I play f- and she's, I played she's too competitive for anything. Oh so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She'll take off her shoes and throw them at the
2: Giants. You should have saw me and Dion playing darts this weekend. I almost beat him. He was salty. I should have beat him. He beat me in overtime. i was saying, did you hit him with a dart? Because that's yeah, right exactly my forehead. I
3: should have won. <laughs> <laughs> She's really not that violent. She's just very competitive. No, I am the most competitive person you will She's mean. a very competitive <laughs> individual, and it doesn't matter what it is. She is competitive. True as, that. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's ridiculous. All right. But that, with that, that was all of our questions. Yeah. That's our show for this week. So thank you for listening to another episode of Babes on Broad. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. Make sure you check out our store on designtree.com. Uh, what else is there? Oh, make sure you... Wherever you get your podcast, make sure you give us a five star review or five star rating, written review, all that good stuff. Let us know what your thoughts are on this episode and every episode. We always love to hear some feedback or what, what or, you know, opinions. Talk to us. Yeah. We'll answer you on Twitter or wherever. We'll, we always love to have conversations with people. Thank you again to SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. We will talk to you next week after the Eagles beat the Giants. Woo And we go to the playoffs. We go to the playoffs. Go birds! Go birds! Go Sixers! Go Flyers! Phillies, I'm still waiting on you to do something else. But go Philadelphia. Go Philadelphia. Philadelphia is killing it right now. <laughs> Philly Philly. Let's go.
0: B G N